the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. new enemy it's not new the enemy of the corrupt democrat mafia has always been freedom so when we talk about the economy when we talk about health care when we talk about global warming we talk about information in general they need a climate where resistance to the pathological lies can be controlled this is why it is so many of us have this feeling of Relief that a stranger, somebody you really don't know much about, is buying Twitter. And I get that. I really do. I argued uh, against a lot of the Musk approach to Tesla because I didn't like how it felt like he was in bed with government, giving tax benefits for the overall agenda. It's nice to see that he has become kind of an outsider because it turns out he's not as corrupt as I thought he was. It turns out he's not as corrupt as everything else is. So when I have to listen daily to Pippi Liestocking, to the children pretending to be media, who all of a sudden want to talk about Hunter. The story is two years old, you frauds. Now it's going to be a story. Why? Why? Because they want to leverage themselves and distance themselves from what the Democrat mafia is, a corrupt scheme. When you see the Dow Jones down 809 points... Think about this. Only 50% of Americans hold stock, so it doesn't really mean that much in the grand scheme of things. But what it does mean, what it is an indication, is even their scheme is failing. See, the reason this is a story that I want to talk about is because the corruption within that stock market cannot fake it anymore. This is what this government has been. Fake it and distract the citizens and hope to God they don't notice as you seize every aspect of their property, of their liberty of the principles of Americanism. This is what we're facing. So when I have to go through the clips, which are nauseating to a certain extent, my wife goes, well, what's wrong? Why are you in a snap and why are you in a bad mood? I'm in a bad mood because the overarching war in this country isn't between Ukraine. It isn't between Iran. It isn't between anything other than the Democrat mafia itself right here at home. And all the rest of it, is the repercussions, the circumstances of that argument. Sometimes I feel like we're destined to lose, because we're definitely losing. But there are bright spots where I know we're going to win, and those bright spots come in knowledge, in the reality that it's within their schemes that are failure. We just have to recognize and point out the ridiculousness in them. 
So I am going to play a clip that I didn't think I was going to play, that I didn't really think I was going to start with. But it's, it's important to us as Chicagoans. That city is the prime example of why a Democrat should never be in charge of anything. Look what you did to this city. Look what you continue to do and how you continue to be feckless in your approach, if I'm kind, in on the corruption, if I'm aware. This is a national joke, a national sin, a national disgrace. It's called Chicago, Illinois. It's a joke. And every once in a while, it gets the attention it is supposed to get. This is from Senator Kennedy, who, by the way, has the mafia mounting up a a Democrat shill, a socialist, against him out of nowhere, funded by Nancy Pelosi and the rest. And it looks like he could lose. Senator Kennedy out of Louisiana is an asset to everybody. And today, he was an asset to the people of Chicago who are not scumbags. I understand it's not as big of a percentage as it should be. But it's good because it's getting a national spotlight as he confronts a Chicago Marxist mafia couple, Merrick Garland. Let's take Chicago, where you haven't, we haven't made any inroads in stopping the killing. I mean, Chicago is now the world's largest outdoor shooting range. Uh, We know that a lot of the shootings come from gangs. Why wouldn't you want to call the police chief and the mayor in Chicago and say, look, you know who these gang members are. When you have reasonable suspicion under Terry v. Ohio, an objective standard, more than just a hunch, why don't you aggressively stop, question, and frisk these gang members? And you know why he's asking this? Because in states that are not hand-in-glove, with the drug-dealing, gang-banging scum, whether they be dating the district attorney or they be financing the district attorney, whatever the case is, this is not tolerated. This is not acceptable. And the way you bring attention to it is to make sure everyone knows Ukraine is not as dangerous as Chicago. It just doesn't have an oligarch named Putin invading it. you get guns off the street, you'll get drugs off the street, And you'll get a lot of gang members off the street and you'll stop people killing each other. Instead, I have to cover stories about people who are on the mysterious ankle bracelet. I mean, I understand the odds of somebody monitoring it is going to be a Chicago Democrat. And I expect not much. But how could it be that 80% of the violence is created and done and perpetrated over and over again by the same scum? The same scum. And the answer is what? More money. Use the failure and the corruption to get more money. You do that. Uh, the ah. best way for the federal government to stop violent crime is to work at each local level and determine and let the, lo- the state and locals determine what the best use of their own Judge, resources. Wrong, stupid. Because the local level in Chicago is in bed with the perpetrators. You can see it. Just take a look at Kim Fox's legacy since she was elected. Not that that's an accomplishment. You could put a tin can up and say it's a Democrat, and those idiots will continue to vote for it. But what about the good, innocent people that will be killed tonight, that will be killed tomorrow, and that are hoping not to get shot, murdered, raped, mayhem over what is called springtime in Chicago? I mean, we're going backwards here on crime, General. You're the state's of the country's chief law enforcement officer. And you won't even answer my question about how you feel about stop, question, frisk. 
Why I should think we it, give you I more think money? it's a resource allocation. You know what's funny? Everybody knows that the 290 is a heroin highway. Everybody knows where the drug dealers are. Everybody knows where the gangbangers are. Granted, COVID kept them out of school, but you know who they are. The teachers know who they are. The cops know who they are. The parents know who they are. The neighbors know who they are. And they're terrified. Why? Why would they be terrified? Whether they're admitting it or not, they know that the powers that be are siding with the criminals. And they'll have a gun buyback. It's all theater. This level of mayhem could only happen with the cooperation and protection of the politicians. Issue for each local police department. I believe that the Justice Department does the best by putting the money that we're asking for is increase in law enforcement that can be assisting the but, state but, and local. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing it. That's an important thing that I want to focus on. This could only happen with collusion. And it brings us to the overarching Democrat mafia itself. How could it be that all of the policies, all of this tinkering, all of this altruistic socialism that is supposed to be wonderful for you fails day in and day out. And now all we have to do is go over the stories. The unmitigated collapse of the value of your currency. No kidding. You elected a, a, a Democrat scum who's never worked in his life and he's surrounded by other ones. Children. But there was an opportunity to stop it. That opportunity is long past. And the only way it could have happened is with the cooperation and collusion of government. Does the president still maintain that he never spoke with his son about his business dealings? And given this reporting on Eric Schwerin, does he also say that he has never spoken to his son's business partners about his son's business dealings? No, he never spoke to his son. He had no idea what he was doing. Kim Fox doesn't know any of the gang leaders in Chicago. They have no idea. The aldermen don't know who they are. Their coffers just get filled up. They tool around in their Lexuses, and nobody knows nothing. This is, this is one giant fraud. Uh, he maintains uh, his same statements that he's made in the past. Uh, I would say I know you're referring to uh, Waves records that were released more than 10 years ago. I really don't have uh, more detail or information on them. I'd note that there was a gap when Waves records were not released, uh, but I don't have more information about visits from more than 10 years ago. Go ahead. And the information is clear to see among everybody. But who's been running cover? I think that the best liar of them all. The slickest shyster, a man whose name should be synonymous with failure, with corruption, with incompetence, if you're kind. Chicago's very own, slick, as I like to call him. I believe he's called president by others. TV's a tool. The Internet is a tool. Social media is a tool. You're a tool. At the end of the day, tools don't control us. We control them, and we can remake them. And you can remake them through your pathological schemes and lies. It is the only way you could exist, not to mention your rather handsome, masculine woman. And your entire party can continue to be given some sort of anything but anger and outrage by the very people who are victimized, those you pretend to help the most. Where is the lowest quality of life in this country? Where is it? Where is the mayhem? Where is the corruption? Where is the failure? Anywhere there's a Democrat leadership. So when you see all the Dow Jones and the inflation and the promises of utopia, strap in, honey, because it's going to get bumpy. We're just getting started. We're 15 months into this dimwits tenure. So prepare, but know how to spot the fraud 
and know what it's coming from. It's coming from t calling the truth a lie and insisting that the lie is the truth. That's called the Democrat platform. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Get back in the groove of things, Squirrel Hands. I know I didn't start to show you the way I uh, told you. That's what we do. On the fly, baby. All right, that's kind of groovy. I'll give you a pass on that one. Mike and Plano. John, you mentioned John Kennedy earlier, and, uh, you know, it's good that he's uh, with conservatives on most issues. The problem is he's a pain in the neck. He voted for the infrastructure scan so he could get hurricane relief money. No, he, he didn't. I don't, where did you hear that, Mike? Because I've got his... Uh, he, it was at the end of last year. He needed hurricane relief, so he no. agreed to vote for one. I also voted against the infrastructure bill because it provides no disaster aid for southwest Louisiana. Additionally, this bill is an inflation bomb. I do not usually brag about the expense a, uh, places. He did not vote against it, brother. I'm sorry. It was a continuing resolution. A continuing resolution okay, well, a continuing resolution and the infrastructure bill are two very different things. In fact, the continuing resolution was created by Mitch McConnell. So, it was still over a trillion dollars in spending, Sean. And here's the thing. He, has, he did, but he Mike, he did not vote for the infrastructure bill. And I agree with you. If you're mad about continuing resolutions, that's fine. I'm not a champion of this guy. I'm sure he's made votes I disagree with. But let's not label or bastardize his voting record he did not vote for it and if you think this would be better off by any other republican in the public eye in louisiana or a democrat then don't support him but on the break i just sent them 150 dollars. you could do your own thing in the meantime you're in plano yeah, who are you going to vote for Sean, he's, he's gonna he's gonna get reelected in louisiana problems he always goes on fox news and gives these stupid hyperbolic interviews like saying uh Zelensky's the new leader of the free world and other embarrassing stuff. I like don't that. agree. Like I said, Mike, we're not Democrats. We're not Democrats. We don't need to be cultists and like everything somebody does. It's about the principles and what he does in voting. Now, if I didn't know better, if I didn't Google it, I, you would have had me believe in he voted for the infrastructure bill when he clearly didn't. Don in Bloomingdale. Sean, we got a national emergency on our hands right now in Washington, D.C. The aides are leaving the White House like it's on fire. We've got major countries and allies that will not accept Biden's phone calls, including Russia. And who the heck's running this show? Don, this is really bad. I love this call because the reality is if you as an American, if you as a businessman, if you as a worker had any idea how these idiots, they, they, they really push the responsibility onto children who are their aides which is why they have all these special privileges and all these cutouts. The people that are running this are ideologue, mafia, Marxist, socialist roaches. They're the aides of Democrats in office, and that's the big I, problem. I, I agree. Look at, look at Dianne Feinstein. The woman is completely bedridden. No she should have been arrested. She should have been yeah. arrested for aiding and abetting. She had a Chinese spy. For 20 fracking years. And that story is squashed because Barack Obama's right. TV and the Internet are now a tool, a tool for the mafia to put polish and lipstick on that pig. Thank you, Don. Mark Weiermiller. Hey, Sean, you're on fire today. I'm driving out to the uh, Darren Bailey uh, event out in uh, St. Charles, but I wanted to tell you about the lunch I had with Lori Lightfoot last week at the Ooh. City Club. Did you hear her say... How did you get in there? What did, you, did, did, you, did you wear a brassiere? How did you get into that? No, it's the City of Chicago public policy lunch. I'm a regular oh. person there. I'm going to go see Mike Quigley on Thursday. 
But let me tell you what she said. She said this was going to be the summer of joy in Chicago, and very yeah. little Chicago media covered this. So, oh, I think it's not. You saw what when happened. I think of Chicago, I think of joy. In fact, it's very joyous when your kids say to you, you know, I think I'm going to go downtown to the Bean. Oh, are you going to go to the Bean? Well, you better be in a tank because have you seen the news lately? So, um, Mark, they have a different definition for joy. After all, they claim that they have a budget surplus and the state is bankrupt. So it's paying attention to the way these lying rats are able to deceive the public. And, and, and when you go there and you talk to Quigley, is he a Republican, Quigley? No, Mike Quigley's a Democrat. You know Oh, that. you mean Mike Quigley, he's a Congress person who likes to drive around in a forest preserve with Pete Silvestri. You're talking about that guy? Yeah, that yeah. No? He's, yeah. He's actually uh, very uh, invisible. He's on the northwest side. Oh, most yeah. People don't even know who he is. He's quite the scoundrel. Oh. And he's neck deep in the Ukraine money, which means he's probably getting a little bit back in his coffers. Will you do me a favor? I would say tell him he sucks, but in that world, in the forest preserve, that means a totally different thing than the way I mean it. Just tell him he's a rat bastard. Thank you very much, Mark. Appreciate the call. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. What's up? How much? No, I just wanted to say, you know, all the static against Johnny Kennedy. I like Johnny Kennedy. I think he's doing a fantastic job down there in Louisiana for those people. And uh, he tells it like it, like it is, like you do, and Trump does, and he's funny about it, too. And I just wish, I wish we had somebody like that here in the state of Illinois. Brother, it's a shame because I know you're in Bloomingdale. I know you probably worked your whole life. I know the bulk of your assets are probably, I hope I hope not, but probably in your real estate. I know you're paying on that real estate as if it was valued at four times what you could sell it for if it were in another state. The problem is, Robert, that you don't have anybody. There is nobody on the horizon. There are two guys that are decent. My, my favorite is Rabine running for governor. I still yeah. don't think there's enough good people in this state to elect anything but a fat bastard Democrat roach who's notable uh. on many FBI tapes. But among Democrats, that's called a resume builder because they like the corruption. Thank you very much, Robert. I appreciate the call. And that's to the point we're at. The Democrats know what the game is. They like it this way. Here, I'll tell you another thing. They're all pushing single payer. Single payer, single payer. Obamacare was going to solve anything. Does anybody talk about not just the failure of which it's riddled? Anybody ever talk about the fraud in all of it? Department of Justice says more than $149 million that was supposed to be used to treat COVID was in fact misused. It has filed criminal charges against 21 people in nine districts across the country for health. Anyone want to bet if they're Democrats? I got 500 says they're all Democrats. 312-642-5600. AM560. You know what makes this country unique is that you have rights. It's unique. They make you pretend that, uh, or they, they, they want you to believe that socialist countries, that people have rights. It's utopia. Wrong. Problem is we gave up those rights. See, in the bundle of rights, the right to exclude, the right to not produce, the right to not participate, if you don't have that, then you are a slave by another name. Here we are in a time where there's a lot of people, failures mainly, but even if they were successful, have the arrogance, the ignorance, the confidence to promote force. There is no force that should ever be permitted on these shores. That is something that they do in other countries, and that is why they are failures. And in the shortest period of time, we became the richest. It wasn't because our government was rich. 
it was because our government was small. So when I hear during the news break with the lovely Nikki Whaley, who I really like, that Chuck Schumer wants to go after profits of an oil company, how come nobody talks about the profits of the government? In all of this calamity, in all of this time, record, record debt, record failure, record costs, the only entity really raking it in is the government record revenues. Now, their problem is the vast majority of those revenues is future debt they call spending that's cooked into the mix, and they can't separate it. They don't want you to know that, though. They need to hold this bulldung house of cards together with your confidence. They don't want you to realize that it doesn't matter how much money they make. It's all mixed in with their spending. It, they ruined the American economy because they bastardized corporations. So as they pick these corporations that oftentimes collaborated and colluded with government, it's funny on one hand and sad on another because the reality is the circumstance of this economy is all managed, all created, all done by our government, and they don't have any answers. Not because they're simply ignoramuses and they're too corrupt to understand the nuances of capitalism versus corporatism, but because they're simply flailing as they're drowning. So Chuck Schumer discussing what he's doing right now is funny in its, in its chaos, in its keystone agenda. We had a very good discussion at our lunch today, and we're, we're at the starting line of a five-week work period. Democrats are focused on making it as productive as the last... Wouldn't it be nice to just work five weeks and then go sit on your fat ass on a phone and shake down companies so that you could give them your attention or lack of it? Because this is their scheme. Our government is corrupted. Our government is an extortion racket. Our government is a failure. And they want you to believe they're helping you the whole time the quality of your life is sinking into an abyss. ...work period, which was extremely productive. Yeah. We'll continue working on legislation to lower costs and improve Americans' daily lives. That's one of our primary focuses. Has your life improved one iota? And I'm serious. I mean, listen, Republicans get welfare, too. They call it subsidies. Barack Obama subsidized half of this country with his welfare to hide the failure of Obamacare. I know many Republicans that took it and they justify it. Donald Trump pumped out millions and trillions of dollars in phony PPP loans. I know a lot of guys that, you know, wanted in on that and had businesses and justified taking it. Has your life improved? Since Joe Biden usurped the office, since a Democrat ruled over your municipality even. See, because if it did, you're obviously either in on the scam or you're complacent in its destruction of your life. We're pushing legislation to lower the cost of putting food on the table. Well, why didn't you do this before? Well, what is the legislation? I'm, I'm just curious, schmuck. What is the legislation that you could implement that will lower the cost. Because since you've been tinkering with things, I can't help but notice they doubled, you moron. But then again, you think that doll hair sewn into your head looks normal. Fight price gouging at the pump. Keep the cost of insulin affordable. Relieve supply chain crisis. And increase competition through antitrust enforcement. All things they did. Supply chain through anti... What was that he said? In all those ways... Just take the 
Yeah, quiet, folks. Look at now. He has the audacity. He leans back. He yells at strangers that are just walking through the hallways. I love this. Give you an indication. I wish to God I'd had been in that building. This whole press conference would have went different, and Chuck would have had a black eye. Just take the example of the oil companies. They made record profits this year, more than they ever have. I think it's over two hundred billion for the top companies, and yet. Do you know what he's excluding from that little talking point that would make Bernie Sanders smirk? He's excluding that the vast majority. Well, not the majority, but a tremendous amount of their revenue came from how diversified they are in the green energy sector. A tremendous amount of the profits of the oil companies. See, they're not just oil companies anymore. The oil companies realized what you were doing as you created the boondoggle. You know, the one where you never mention the greatest contributor to greenhouse gases called water vapor. You know how the earth is covered in water and you never want to mention that so you can make people believe it's them that's affecting anything. That's scam. And you came up with your other phony companies where you funnel in trillions of dollars of the public money into these companies that suck, whether they be solar or wind or their electric vehicles and all the other shenanigans. The oil companies for the last 30 years saw what was happening, and they own those companies now, schmuck. So ironically, you've been funding a vast portion of that revenue you pretend to hate, you idiot. The good news is nobody who votes Democrat is smart enough to know that. They did record stock buybacks. Here, price of oil is going way up, way up. And what are they doing? Even from their own point of view, they're not improving their own production. Oh, but you're wrong, schmuck. See, what they're doing is showing that they don't have faith in your dollar anymore. Rather than have those dollars, they'd want their company stock back. Because once these companies are private, then they can do what they want to do. See, they're setting themselves up for your failure. That's called forecasting. That's why they're not running around like chickens listening to your dim-witted, corrupt ass. They know exactly what they're doing. They're privatizing themselves in the exact way Twitter was just privatized. Now you know what you, you could do with your opinion? You could shove it up to where your constituents kiss. Don't help their employees or reduce prices. Instead, it's to feather the nests of CEOs and rich shareholders no it's to it, it it's to virtually protect themselves from what you're doing to our economy and to the quality of life here in this country since you stole the office that's what they're doing and they're damn smart to do it because everybody sees what you are you're just a gangster with butter soft hands not too masculine the political kind that's the only arena you could live in try to push that around on grand avenue see how long you last 312 <laughs> AM 560, the answer. So this is the kind of thing where you lose faith in your government and your country. I've got one habitual pathological liar, Barack Obama. Never did a damn thing in his life. So broke ass, his credit rating wasn't only 500. He had to have Tony Resco fraud his closing and actually, at the same time he closed assemble a vacant lot then we don't know how he got the mortgage and all of a sudden he bought the he bought the 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 house in uh, hyde park he becomes president now no magically he's worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions and new york a, a a democrat scum judge just held trump in contempt the funniest part about this is these are the same judges where trump when he was a democrat used to operate in this cesspool 
Same rat crooked bastards like the ones in Cook County who are on the table of wisdom LLC with Eddie Burke. How are those sitting judges in Cook County? How you doing, gangsters? The only difference now from when I grew up is at least back when I was a kid, they were men instead of these Irish short-in-the-pants pansies. David in Lansing. Hey, Sean, uh, you mentioned Chuck Schumer, who you also call the gargoyle, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I know that the purpose of a gargoyle is to keep evil spirits away from buildings. Somehow he's doing the opposite, right? I love it. Uh, Very good. Like, right. Worst for comedy example, in radio. Come on, you're killing me, kid. Your timing's off. Your voice sucks. Get the other point out. I'm not. I'm not trying. It's just an observation. I'm not trying to be funny there. Anyway, um, thank God. Yeah. Uh, do you have any statistics on how many Congress people own stocks and what their holdings are? Like, I would say, in, in, I would say, ninety-seven to a hundred percent hold stocks. I'd also like to say how the SEC is climbing over all of the ideas that a. A guy is going to buy a company and take it private. They've already shaken down Elon Musk. They don't want to look into that. But the most offensive part is they're ch the children that they call staffers, they're in on that scam too. And they're all inside trading charlatans who should be arrested. Instead, how is, how is the, the judges allowed? in New York, because the judges in New York are political. They'd rather go after somebody of the other party than somebody breaking the law. Because you can break the law in this country as long as you're a Democrat. In fact, you may get elected to the White House. Vic, my mechanic, how are hey, you, Hey, buddy, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? You miss me coming in there, huh? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, my lottery sales are really in the, the, the can. Listen, I got to retire. Hey. I'm not a congressman. I, it's my 401k plan. I'm big on the lottery. Craggy's Auto Parts, about, one of my favorite. Don't forget about Solyndra, how good that, that uh, how bad we took it in the. the yeah, but look the, at the guys who made out. Who went to jail for yeah. Solyndra? Anybody? Yeah. They misappropriated nope. what? $90 billion? Gone. Yep. They had an office and a pretend business. That's a nice scam if you can day. get it, Vic. What are you doing every day? day? Seven days a week. Energy. I know you. Seven days a week. You've been dirty working on cars. How many years have you been a mechanic, Vic? Over 50. Over 50 years. Work your ass yep. off. Worry about your kids. Raise your kids. All you needed to do was cozy up to one of these scumbag Democrats and come up with a phony company. Yeah, oh, you big you sucker. No, because you know why? It's better to be us. You might not have the money, but you got the pride and you got the peace of mind. Because I don't care how many people love this rat roach Obama and the other Democrats. They are scum. Just they have seaside estates. I can't believe he bought Magnum P.I.'s house. I really wanted that for myself, Vic. Thank you very much for the I call. I will split it with you. I'll Thank talk you. to you, bud. Thank you, brother. Be safe. The best mechanic in all of Illinois, my guy Vic at Craigie's. Love him to death. Uh, do I have time? How much time I got? Craig, uh, Craig Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. I got my question is how, with all these things so bad, so deep, so serious, and everything, and the stuff that's so destructive to our country and everything else, how can there not be some uh, like checks and balances in our system, in this American system? To, to take and protect this country from the things being so bad. Because before I cut Chuck Schumer off, he was going to go forward. He goes on to brag about how they're putting appointees in bureaucracies which have become Democrat Party apparatchiks that are supposed to have oversight. They're implementing all of their bureaucrats. These aren't people who are 
who know right from wrong. These are Democrat mafia members who are now in FCC, who are now in SEC, who are now in the, the bodies that are supposed to stop this kind of crime. See, the, the watchers, there are no watchers. There's just the crooks, and then there's the rest of us. Rest of us, which is why if you're a Democrat roach, you can come up with a phony company. The government can waste billions of dollars and nobody goes to jail because that's legitimized crime. It's called the American economy now. And they ruined it because they corrupted it from inside. It's the perfect scam. And before you know it, you'll have a president who's been bribed, not just by our crooks, but by an entire country of communist government. China, bribed, bag man. Crack smoking sun. Ukraine, oligarch Kolomoisky. It's not even a country. They were killing their own citizens for years. Nobody cares. Now we're giving them weapons. At the same day, they're going to tell you, stop driving your Buick. They're blowing up gas depots. That's good. It's virtuous. We got to help them. They're going to help you right into the south side of Chicago. Look at all the help they did over there. They're still going to help those people right into futility and slavery. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Soviets called it Marxism. The Cubans called it communism. The Italians called it fascism. The Germans called it National Socialist Workers' Party, also known as Nazis. How do you settle on what you're going to call the hammer of a phony, altruistic collectivism that beats you into conformity on the anvil of a corrupt government? She did it. Her name is Cheryl Chumley. Her new book out next week, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. And I'm wondering, Cheryl, number one, thank you for joining me. How did you settle settle on socialism? Because I have identified what we're facing as an organized crime mafia that has in it (laughs) not just socialists, not just Democrats, not just some Republicans, but has in it an organized crime syndicate we are referring to as government. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think you really overstate that because the real enemy here is collectivism, right? And it's coming from the global entity. So it's globalism, but it's collectivism uh, because in America, it's all based on God-given individual liberties. That's what makes us great, keeps us exceptional. So when you ask, how did I settle on socialism? Well, when I wrote my um, most recent book, Socialists Don't Sleep, Christians Must Rise, or America Will Fall, it was based on the idea that there were too many Democrats calling themselves uh, progressives or Democrat socialists, when if you look at the Democrat Party, it's all socialist slash communist at this point. And so just carrying forth that name, socialist, uh, that, that's where it came into the second title uh, of my next book. But, you know, it, call it what you want. Leave that argument for the intellectual pinheads. The problem here in America is that we are fighting uh, a rapid takeover of by collectivists uh, against individualism. 
I agree. I couldn't couldn't agree more with you. But here's our problem, and I'm well aware of this. It's a funny thing, the idea of free men, freedom, liberty. It's yours right up until that part where you gave it away. So you rightfully said in this country you're supposed to have that God-given liberty. But to quote one of my favorite underestimated actors in Rocky Three, not no mo. We gave it away. And how do you get it back now after you bended knee? whether you were afraid or whatever the excuse was, as you turned yourself into a Gestapo agent for the government, and so many citizens felt the, uh, the audacity, the arrogance to tell other citizens, put that mask on, put a vaccine in your arm, I'll fire you if you don't. I mean, you, you've been overthrown rightfully from a collective that knew all they had to do was stoke the mob of fear to create the cult of collectivism and safety. Stoke the mob of fear based on lies and deceptions by the government, right? Yeah, I mean, the absolutely. virus itself was real, but it was the the government's handling, the government's response to the virus that was completely a hoax, completely uh, exploited for political purposes. And look, what you just described um, very succinctly, how the need was bent in America, uh, don't forget the biggest knee being bent was that of the churches. Because in America, if we are a nation where our rights come from the creator, not from government, and government is only there to protect and secure those God-given rights, if you remove God from that equation, what's left? A void, which is where government enters. And that's exactly what happened under the coronavirus. When the churches closed on demand from the government, that's the real wake-up call. That's the 12-hour uh, clanging gong for Americans to realize that our nation is this close to crumbling. Yeah, but, you know, if you go back and you, I'm, I, I love the old days. I love reading about it. I love reading their communication of the founders, the Federalists, the Anti-Federalists, and the rest of it. But more importantly, I love the, the, the principle of this nation and the principle of why it's free is based on the Enlightenment, right? That Enlightenment was not always necessarily... I mean, it was, there were, they, uh, there were religious people, but it was based on the idea that no matter what somebody believed, he was a free man. He had the right to believe nothing. I, I, I started my first segment of the show, said if in the bundle of rights is the rights of exclusion and the right of non-participation. That is a right we willingly gave up. And I don't care what the excuse is. So now it's given up. And now if we're going to make that argument from the point of, you know, I think we should put God back in, you have to recognize who we're dealing with. We're dealing with savages. People who are going to argue with you, Cheryl, how you have the right to murder your baby, and it's her right if she decides not to, and this is the prime fundamental pillar of their belief system, is to not have a principle of something as simple as life. So how are we going to reason with them by invoking God? It's clear they don't give a rip, and they don't buy a sentence of that argument. I want to do it through the idea of, I don't care what you believe, I'm a free man, and I'm not giving you that right. Well, but I, I understand what you're saying, and we're all entitled to believe what we want to believe or not believe what we don't want to believe, but we're not entitled to change the founding of this nation right. and what shaped this nation. And what shaped this nation was men and women uh, who believed that they were born with certain inherent rights. You can right. call those natural rights, human rights. Uh, the founders talked about a creator and that those rights came from a creator. So you can't change the fact of that nation. So those who try are trying to deviate from our nation's DNA. Correct. And so, yes, 
you can't argue with people who are so radical about their natural right to abort a baby uh, because that's evil. How do you how do you argue properly with evil or with insanity? You you can't. So what you have to do is focus on uh, where you can make gains. And right now we've seeded the school systems, right? And we've had a, a, a huge eye awakening on how the school systems have really infiltrated their socialist, uh, collectivist, anti-American rot into the public school system. Because this coronavirus, if anything, has shown parents what their kids have been learning. And parents have been successful about fighting back against that. So the fight can be made with effectiveness. We just can't bother worrying about what people may call us or what oh, people I, may label and us. And that's what I want to prevent, okay, because we give them that out. We give them yes. that. When I argue abortion, I never mention God. I never mention religion. I don't have to. That's between me and my God. I don't want to give them the out because then they say, oh, you're religious. I can play the I don't believe game and I can do it better than them. Ultimately, my answer is this. I am a free man and you do not have the right to coerce, extort, intimidate or force me into anything. Yet every base of every policy of the Democrat mafia is force. They like to put lipstick on that pig. We call it Barack Obama. They put lipstick on that pig, and before you know it, you're in a soiree of a word salad where you're like, ah, he looks okay in a suit. Let's go with it. But the reality is, if we stuck to the principles of freedom versus tyranny, we win every argument. They have nothing. Their schemes are obvious. And as far as this lockdown, you didn't have the right to lock down a damn person. Not one. And the idea that some people took it, I got news for you. I fled. I went to a place where they, they, uh, they allowed freedom. I went to Florida. And to me, that's our answer. I found in that move our answer, non-participation. So when you mention schools, get your kid out of that system of fraud where the union, the teacher's union has it extorted eight ways to Tuesday and they're making money hand over fist and your kid can't say the word ask. I have a problem with it. So I always think ultimately the, the, the right we should fall back on is non-participation. Non-participation works for most of these coronavirus mandates. The problem with... Uh, the last couple years is that too many American citizens didn't even do the non-participation thing. They went along uh, to, to go along. They, they, they went along in order to keep the peace. And look at, look at the face masks. I know a lot of people who wore face masks just because they didn't want to cause trouble, just because they wanted other people to feel yeah. better and feel more comfortable. When privately, they found them silly, they found them non-scientific, they found them outright stupid and intrusive, and yet they wore the mask anyhow. That's the problem. People who know better in America, whether it's because they understand their rights come from God, or whether it's because they're more of the Enlightenment type of thinking, where they critically think, and, and, and that's where they, they form their opinions. It, they are the ones that didn't fight hard enough uh, during the last couple years of the coronavirus, and that gave government the fuel to continue its unconstitutional and even immoral crackdowns on liberties. Now, you've been an author, but before that, you spent 15 years as a reporter, right? You recovered yeah. this. Yes. Yeah. When you look at these children, these these robots, these morons who pretend to be press, and you hear the quality of their questions, are you as demoralized as I am, or do you see a small bright spot in those rare few human beings, as it always is, about a third of us make the world go around, 
where that you have optimism in the future of, of, of what's called the press, which is really a propaganda wing that would make Pravda smirk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The press is really um, OK. I do see brights of um, brights of sunshine. I, I do see spots of uh, sunshine in that. If you look at some of the people that come out of like Turning Point USA and, um, you know, they're not exactly non-biased journalists, but they do. Uh, they're on TV being pundits and they go on speaking gigs and so forth. They're uh, very well taught, very well educated. But if you look at the press pool, if you look at the reporting that comes out of CNN or at the White House or in the newspapers, it's very depressing. And it's almost as if reporters now think their job is to do the gotcha reporting with no context or truth. It's just a matter of putting in poor negative lights, the conservatives, the Republicans, because they bought into that woke line that all conservatives are racist and hateful and need to be uh, shut down and stifled. So they think their jobs now more are to pick the winners and losers and the losers conservatives, winners always Democrats. You know, Cheryl, I'm losing um, the idea that there is a truth. Everything ultimately is based on truth. That's what I always loved about capitalism. You either made money or you lost money. There wasn't too much ambiguity until you got into the corrupt system we now have. But you're an Army veteran and a licensed private investigator. Do you have to be a licensed private investigator to see that this political whore who is soiling the <laughs> Oval Office has been corrupt for five fracking decades and nobody seems to want to look at the clear evidence? No, I don't even think you have to be an elementary school graduate to see that. It's so I mean, sickening. Yeah, feckless Joe Biden. It, it, it's not even. It's not even laughable. It's a little bit frightening because if you look at how he is being exploited by our overseas, um, uh, you know, governments who who don't have friendly intents toward America. If you look at China, if you look at Russia, North Korea, Iran, do you think that they're just uh, sitting idly by waiting for Joe Biden to form a coherent uh, sentence or are they just taking all types of opportunities to advance their own uh, anti-American hostile agendas uh, you know we are busily headed toward World War III is, oh, is, is very possible look at, right yes, look at Russia with, working with China and Joe Biden is worried about climate change so oh, there please. you have it we've got and three it, years left how about Hillary Clinton sold the uranium so this one oligarch could, could drop nuclear bombs, and nobody wants to talk about that anymore. And the real disgusting point is I'm a street guy. I'm not a man of letters. I'm not going to impress you with my resume of education. But if somebody gives some crackhead $1.5 billion, the policies that will come out of it will benefit the Bank of China who gave him that money. When some yeah. fat slob oligarch named Ihor Kolomoisky, who owned all of the energy companies, in Ukraine, has been bribing this moron for, what, eight years that we know about? He's going to have policies that benefit that fat slob oligarch Kolomoisky. Why can't anybody put two and two together? I'm not going to give you money unless I want a lap dance. It's simple. Yeah, and, you know, Sean, I, I think most Americans know this. You know, as much as the Democrats like to duck and dodge and refuse to answer questions about, you know, Hunter Biden and the laptop and conflicts of interest with Russia and China, with this administration and his family and so forth, Americans know that 
there's something going on and that conflicts do exist and it's not in favor of America or Americans. If you look at some of the polls recently, most Americans, even a lot of Democrats and certainly a majority of independents have serious concerns, not just about this administration's ability to govern or lead, but about these inherent conflicts of interest that he brought into office because of his son and because of his prior relationships while he was senator, while he was VP. So I don't think the Democrats are getting by with anything. They just have friends in the media that cover for them. Yeah, I know. But you know that once you steal an election so obvious and you got away with it, what's to prevent you from stealing the rest of them? In your book, do you cover the origins of what I like to call the Fauci flu? Because after all, if you were one of the key investors, you should get your name on it. About the the Wuhan virus? Yeah. About oh. do you cover do you cover that in your book the origins of it the scandal of the emails uh, this act the the guy the bag man for Fauci the corruption with Fauci's wife because I'm still say this tracks back to us once again I believe this was the greatest weapon for a corrupt totalitarian collectivist government mafia I think they made Absolutely. it out tremendously and I think they were had their hand in the creation of it I know some call me a conspiracy theorist or somebody who just pays attention is what I prefer. But what did you find? Did you investigate that at all? I didn't investigate the lab origins. I investigated more the conflicts of interest between, uh, you know, when when the virus came into America and how Fauci had conflicts of interest and Bill Gates with the World Health Organization and the big pharma money, how it all flowed and the push for the vaccinations and so forth. So there, there's some information in there that certainly, again, once again, casts uh, question marks above Anthony Fauci's head. Yeah. Cheryl, I am a big fan of yours. I want to thank you so much thank for you. coming out on, on the show. But I've always wanted to Thanks. ask you this. I've, and this is the first time we talk. Is your name because you are married or is that your name at birth? Uh, that's my married name. You must love that son of a gun. <laughs> I love Cheryl Chumley. I want to call you Tennessee Tuxedo. That was one of my favorite cartoons. I know. Thank what you for cartoon. <laughs> you tell him he's a lucky son of a gun. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank I so you. appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye now. Bye. AM five sixty. The answer. Oh, there you go, kid. I used to have this Buick Riviera. I'm going to show you a picture one time. This was blaring on the radio. Republicans of Maine Township are roaring back with a relaunch of Celebration Cocktail Party featuring Todd Ricketts, Sean Morrison, jazz artist Cindy Cronin, Champagne, Horty Orves in Melrose Park, or d'oeuvres, if you can read, and meeting with fellow conservatives on Thursday, April 28th at Café La Cave, also known as Café La Cave in Melrose Park. That's in Des Plaines. Tickets start at $100. If you're a big shot, sponsor opportunities are available. All the details for the Republicans of Maine Township relaunch celebration are at romt.us. That's romt.us. I've got some great callers on the line. Tommy G. Valparaiso. Hey, Sean. Tommy G. A quick thing about uh, two things. Mumble Mouth Pisaki got all uh, tongue-tied when she tried to say that the United States wasn't going to run out of food, <laughs> but she thinks the world might have a problem. Yeah. Second of all, as a trader at the Board of Trade, Dease 23 hit all-time highs. Dease 24 corn hit 6 bucks. When are people going to wake up, and when should I go out to Costco and start ordering rice? And Dude, I'm going to tell stuff? you right now. I'm, I'm dead serious. I saw a commercial about the four months of food. I'm thinking to myself, man, oh, man, 
You should really. You want to go halfsies on it? Oh, you should really start considering it. Absolutely, but I'm here in Florida. But here's the other thing: follow that line of thinking out. What does that do to the live hogs? What does that do to the pork bellies? To the live cattle? To all of the other essentials? You know, those animals eat that stuff that all goes up. Not to I mean, it's just baseline economics that morons called Democrats can't figure out because they go to the grocery store and they buy it with a stamp. They never work for a damn money anyway, so they don't have to learn how, it, how, how price affects it. The good news is, Tommy G, I can guarantee you today is Tuesday. By Friday, SNAP, also known as food stamps, will get an increase. You want to bet? I wouldn't even take the other side of that. They, nice. Uh, All right, the, Tommy G. Thank the, you for the, the market updates. Keep calling. I appreciate it. Joel in Valparaiso. John, yeah. my question to you is, why are you encouraging all the people that live in Chicago to move out of Chicago? No, no, no. Rather, rather than gonna... staying there and fighting like William Wallace did to free Scotland, you and Dan Proft have the vernacular and the expertise to run for office and get oh, the no, no, no. Illinois on the right track. So, first of all, And ran please, for governor once please keep and lost. Mind. I'm so flattered. why... You get knocked down, you don't get back up and fight. Oh, no, no, no. I'm flattered, Joel, and I've never, you can ask anybody that knows me, I don't really run from fights. I enjoy them. But I will say this to you. The systemic problem is ingrained not just in the politician in Illinois. It's ingrained in the voter. So when you think I'm asking all the people in Illinois to move out, you're wrong. I'm only asking the victims, the good people, the people who know right from wrong. I want all the roaches to stay right where they belong. In these Democrat utopias, I don't want to go to a Democrat doctor, a lawyer, or an Indian chief. I don't want them within a thousand miles of my of me. So you could have Illinois. After all, look what you did to it. I don't want them to go to Indiana, Joel. I don't want them. But the good people. I don't live in Illinois. All I'm asking I you is this: Why be, don't you fight be, as no, a no, resident? No, no, no. Illinois the for the people of Illinois. Is, it's, He's a William Wallace for the people of Illinois. I, know, That's I, I love lot. the William Wallace Braveheart. I get it. But, Joel, you're missing my point. It's the citizen that is as corrupt as the corrupt government. It has legitimized corruption. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Yeah. Turn it up now. goes with a good cigar. Was that just, did I just hear a Ken Griffin funded commercial about the scumbag Richard Irving? Oh, I only feel it's necessary that we learn who this piece of dung really is. WTTW News has found that Aurora Mayor and Republican gubernatorial candidate Richard Irving's ex-wife was hired by a company that's part of a project getting up to $15 million in Aurora Ooh, City incentives. Democrat the project stealing, involves baby. several politically connected companies and individuals. How it's you just doing? the latest hey, in a series doing? of WTTW News stories showing companies getting city incentives and contracts and donating big to funds tied to Irvin and his former law partner. Irvin is there. He is the Republican nominee, Ken Griffin, back scumbag. And people want to know why I want to move because the Illinois will accept that because you're morons. You've been voting for these Democrats and these phony Republicans for a hundred years. Can't figure out right from wrong. Can't figure out the Republicans are the ones who own the video gaming and the pot dispensaries. Why don't you fight like William Wallace? I wish I could, baby. This whole thing would be different. But the beauty of this country is I don't have to take that nonsense. Not to mention I look fantastic in a Speedo. 
Lori, Lyle. Hi, Sean. I bet you do. Hey, listen, I got a, two questions for you. I'm having a hard time choosing between Rabine and Bailey. Why do you support Rabine? And second, I'm afraid that Rabine and Bailey are going to split the conservative vote and Irvine is going to get in. First of all, it's, it's a fantasy to think a Republican can win in that sewer. It's a fantasy to me. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I support Gary Rabine because I know him. And I like him as a, as a man, as an individual. I respect him as a business person. And I understand what his true character is. He's a solid, solid man. That being said, I don't know anybody around him. He had a guy that I really dislike by the name of Brady, who I think is a piece of garbage. And if he has influenced him into bad choices, then that's a shame because he's a wonderful man. I love him as a person. And he would be the only person that, in my opinion, knows right from wrong, knows business, and can fix the trajectory of that state. So I support Gary Rabine openly. And I argue with a friend of mine, who you may have heard on these airwaves, Dan Prof. Yes. He supports Darren Bailey, which Darren mm-hmm. Bailey is a wonderful man. I, I, I don't know him, but I've talked to him on the phone twice. I know Stephanie Trussell, who I like very much. But I'm not big on uh, Illinois politicians that... Although maybe put up a fight, you know, I don't know if I would have gone about it the same way. But those are the two guys in the race that anybody, those are the only ones that you should consider. As far as splitting the conservative vote, well, that's in the primary, right? This is a primary. So this is when you're supposed to split the vote. So I don't fear for that. But what I watched my state become is accepting to the corruption, where the Republican just wanted in on the scam. I mean, that's the only thing that could explain Cook County. We had, a, we had a Republican in Elmwood Park, Pete Silvestri. You hear me ridicule him for cruising forest preserves. And that's just this, his own proclivity. What I really go after him for is he was a business agent for Gold Rush Video Gaming as a, as a Cook County commissioner and a, a, a mayor. You're a scumbag. So don't tell me you're a Republican and you're an answer to the problem. You're a roach, just like a Democrat, only your suit's cut a little better. So I I wash my hands of it all. Any state that would have accepted Bruce Rauner over a true person of character like Jeannie Ives, done, see you later, you could have it. I'm trying to get out of any small, meager investments I have left there because I think its trajectory is in the dirt. Because where have they been, Laurie? These are Republicans. You know, you're hearing the Ken Griffin money get thrown around. This is celebrated from the pencil-neck, narrow-shouldered lawyers They all get it cut up. They all get a piece of it. They all get control of it. The GOP in Illinois, they suck. They're scum. So, Lori, come and and live next door to me. (laughs) I wish I could. Hey, listen, that's why I think Irvine might get it, though, because Rabine and Bailey may split that that opposition vote to Irvine, and Irvine may walk in with the Irvine could only get it. If the Republicans share that same corrupt character that they that story I just played where he's where he's bribed and his ex-wife, that wasn't his ex-wife when the bribe happened. The Republicans knew that story. That's a story that's old. They know what he is. They just want Ken Mm -hmm. Griffin's money. They'd hit their mother in the head with a shovel if somebody said she was standing on a nickel. These are the kind of scum that call themselves Illinois Republicans. You do me a favor, though. Keep all those rat bastards in Illinois. 
because it's bad enough I got to go there as often as I do. Thank you, Lori. Let me retire and move to Florida, though. You come by me, honey. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. It's all a good, it's a wonderful place. No, no, not by me. No, no. Call your county. You cannot find a Democrat that will admit it in Collier County. You come to Collier County. Thank you, Lori. You got to be selective. The Democrats are liars and they're scoundrels and they're scum. Boy, this is a good time for my uh, my clip of my governor. Where is he, honey? Bunny? Did I not send it to you? I might not have sent it to you. There's a miscommunication where they're saying Florida's going to miss out on tax revenue because they canceled Disney's special government corruption. No, you morons. It's just the opposite. They'll make three times the money. But see, a Democrat likes to have businesses with special deals as long as they pay the parties off. That's what the Democrat likes. And the Republicans in Illinois. They're scum. Don in Chicago. Hi, Don. Don's making a turn. We'll get to Don and the rest of you after these commercials. AM560, the answer. Here we go back. This is the moment tonight. This is why I missed you. You peculiar looking son of a gun. I had to deal with George and his cleavage all in the camera there. Don Chicago. Yeah, you know, I was listening to radio this morning, and they're talking. Uh, some one of the overpaid aldermen from Chicago said we're going to try to get legalized gambling casinos in Chicago <laughs> to help fix the pension problem. When will yeah. they realize that the pension problem is that they pay five dollars out for every two dollars they put in? Oh, I, I, it's not even. I think that I think the scale is is you got to put a zero after that five, because the reality is I want you to think about their answer. Pot dispensaries and gambling casinos. And no one talks about the ramifications from both of those things. Did you ever hear the expression, he who gambles lives in shambles? Because it's true. I've been around that world my whole life, brother, believe me. And the idea your, your economic scheme exists on gamblers losing their money and not focusing on how many of those gamblers will become welfare recipients who might not be today. Or if they are already welfare recipients, how you've legitimized welfare funds to be gambled. And, that, and then the health consequences of the marijuana dispensaries and all the rest of it. But this is what they are, gangsters. So their mind works like gangsters. Next will be hookers. And, you know, the problem is if you're going to legalize hookers only in Democrat areas, I've done my research on this, years and years of it. Democrat women are far more grotesque than any other caliber of women. So they could all stay among themselves, not interested in Democrat scourge. Thank you, Don. The answer of the Democrats. And then there's that pesky little thing called return on investment. So what we need to do, Don, and the rest of you, stop calling it a pension. A pension is what honest men get, what we get. When you have an agreement of a paid-out benefit and, and other benefits and cost of living raise and all the rest of it, that is indifferent to the return on investment. It's not a pension. It's an employment scheme. The only thing you have to give back is loyalty in the voting booth. That's how that system works. It's not a pension. Don't give it any virtue. It doesn't deserve any. Eduardo, Midway. Yeah, Sean, I saw on TV uh, Queen Latifah doing some condominiums in Newark and then Mr. De Niro doing a hotel in uh, Fulton Market. So these people are just profiting on people, on poor people, but they don't even live in these neighborhoods. No, but they do get the benefits uh, from the developers that throw $5,000 plate fundraisers in Winnetka for Lori Lightfoot because then that developer gets called in, right? They get the tax abatements, and the, and the, the, the celebrity gets the tax write-off and the benefits of a tax shelter. So that's why they do it. 
They don't give a rip about Chicago, and if they do, they have security teams, as everybody should who travels there. Only few can afford it. Thank you, Eduardo. That's the scam. Listen, do you think that socialism is promoted, or or Marxism, or communism? Do you think it's really bottom-up? Then you haven't read a damn thing in your life. In every country, everywhere around the world, including this one, it is the the ideology that is sold to the poor man, to the middle class, always orchestrated by the oligarchs in the country. That's who benefits. You don't. Pick a socialist society where it is utopia. Pick one. Pick one where... Pick one of their things. Health care. Does that work? Anywhere it's tried. Single payer. It sucks. So much so in Canada, the prime minister had to go to the Mayo Clinic for a heart operation. That, ta-da! It doesn't work. It's not bottom up. It's not middle out. It's none of that bull dung. They like that system because they're gods among men in it. Greg in LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, how are you? I love those commercials for Richard Irvin. Paid for by Ken Griffin or Richard Irvin in his race, a failed attempt for governor of Illinois. They, do they even disclose that, or do I just come in and tell no. everybody that? I don't know. I you can't just tell go over, just go over the top and just just, and just spell it out for what it is. I'm you just know, dis- I'm disappointed. I gave Ken Griffin two weeks. He's running out of time before he admits he had no idea who he gave money to. Other than that, the, and we're going to look out now, and we're going to look out. I'll start looking into his nonsense. But go ahead. The, uh, at the end of the last hour, you were talking about uh, commodity prices going up with the, that one trader there, and you and we know what's going to happen, right? They're going to use corn and all. They're going to use corn to raise prices of corn, feed ethanol, waste like that, and you're going to have riots all around the world because when you start depriving people of food, they have to pay for this food in dollars in some countries. That's too, what right? Democrats do. So, I ran up yeah. against the break, Rick. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. That's what Democrats do everywhere. Their ideology is practiced is mayhem feudalism and it exists as a power of taxation against the people who are not in on the scam if you're in on it and you get to hire ed burke's law firm boy how's that trial going honey bunny you're in the court system any news on that it's good to be the king you want to talk gangsters we'll be back after this from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. I love the American thinker, among other sites. This is one of my favorites. There's no question about it. One of my favorite people there is Monica Showalter. She's the deputy editor and social media manager for the American thinker. She also spent many years as a veteran foreign correspondent and financial journalist. She's even worked for the Investor's Business Daily prior to American thinker. She always writes a tremendous amount of articles. I wanted to bring her on to discuss just a few. Monica, how are you? Oh, great. Can you hear me here? I can hear you beautifully. I did my whole show from my cell phone yesterday for the first two hours, so yes, we're going to be fine with this. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Bishop Evans. It's a tragic story, and I have to tell you, as I was reading it, I was just disgusted. Here's this standout, stellar human being, Bishop Evans, who was uh, a National Guard, and he died saving two drug-dealing scum, scourge, breaking our law. And he can't get any attention 
from this dimwit in diapers pretending to be president? Oh, it's just outrageous. They haven't, you know, they gave nothing but a flat, toneless, oh, of course we're concerned, or we send condolences. This is nonsense. They don't. They don't care. They um, they have not brought this up. I didn't see any tweets initiated from anybody in the White House. They don't want anybody to know about it. They just want to sweep it under the rug. And it's absolutely outrageous, given the cost to the young man. And what they're asking these uh, them, this is a Texas National Guard, but they're Border Patrol, too, and they do this all the time. They've saved tens of thousands of people. They're drowning. They're dangling on fences. They're, um, you know, left in the desert, and they rescue all of them. And um, I, find, I found her answer to this idea that, well, he works for the state. Um, it doesn't really warrant a conversation is the way that I took the rest of that statement when she said he works for the state. It was is, so cold. Is, it was is so that, Isn't that oh, something, though, that show. needs to be I mean, what do you mean? This is a public servant. And the border policy that he was dealing with was Joe Biden's board, border policy. You and know, the failure is Joe Biden's. And I think that's the part that needs to really be explored and exploited because um the reality is there is you know i know that your your bailiwick is is finance i know you focus on that there are hundreds of billions of dollars that this country has given away and i don't just mean to countries that bribed hunter biden but given away to the problem we have where we have given welfare and different benefits to those people who break into our country illegally and the, the ramification is, is multifaceted. But the failure to me is impeachable, or it's something that should be started. I mean, I, I, am, I am aggravated that this has all become an election talking point. This is a major problem that's crippling us financially, and now we are losing National Guards and good people to it, and it's going without so much as a mention from the spokes idiot. Absolutely. I just I, I find it outrageous. No country in the world allows their borders to be as open as ours. And the outrage the other outrage is we take more than a million legal immigrants. You could make it more if you want to do that. That's Congress and the Democrats' job. They're they're in power here. But they don't want to do that. They want to have this sort of class of uh you know, people who are, are sort of it's not living in the shadows, but they're, they're kind of living in the informal economy, not paying taxes, sending everything as a remittance to help the, the crummy governments that they go to, traveling back and forth, uh, you know, but while claiming to be asylum seekers who and, are, you know, supposedly in fear of their lives. But why do you keep traveling back and forth? And it's nonsense. And they're going to get a bunch of people who are going to be, be uh, rubber stampers of these phony asylum claims. Yeah, and this and, is the thing. I want, I want a system that, that's good for people who are, who are struggling under socialist, communist, corrupt governments around the world. I mean it. I want those yeah. people here. I love those people. But the idea that we're ignoring who's really benefiting from our policy are the drug cartels, the scourge and the scum and the mayhem and the murder that's caused, the ramifications of this incompetence, only leads me to believe it goes back to your other specialty. I believe this is ultimately financial corruption. Oh, I do too. I've, I've, I've just melted with the Sacramento State House, you know, the cartels and, you know, I've, I've had Mexicans friends saying, you know, they kind of run it like Mexico in, 19, in the 1970s. And um, we're broadcasting you know, from sad. Chicago, Illinois. That yeah. is an open air drug utopia 
where the predators, the drug dealers, the gangbangers, the murderers, they have the protection of government instead of the people who are just constantly victimized year over year, day after day, weekend after weekend, and it's become normal, and it has to come to an end. Yeah, and the media pays no attention to this. Um, if, say, a, a single mom with a toddler drowns, they're going to make you know huge, huge noise about the b- wicked Border Patrol not, not uh, stopping it or something. But the fact is this, they, they save tens of thousands of people. I think it was uh, uh, one of the uh, former Homeland Security acting directors, his name was Holman, who said uh, it was about 18,000 people or 12,000. It was a very large number. And they, they're being asked to rescue this, they're in all comers, which means bad guys as well as good guys. And the thing is this, an open border is what the, bad, the route the bad guys take. They know they're not going to be admitted normally. And so they go when, when the border's open. And the irony is we're actually harming Mexico through, the, through our policy. They're experiencing exactly. the same kind of, kind of problems as people come here. In fact, if you go to not just the border issue, how much better it was under a, a good policy, but how much better Mexico was, how much better the Mexican government operated. And uh, isn't this something that should maybe be focused on is that this policy is causing turmoil in Mexico? Yeah, it is. It is. The cartels are getting stronger. They're starting to target ports. Uh, which involves Mexico's trade. They're, uh, they corrupt governments. They pay off people. And unfortunately, Mexico's version of the border guards is is underpaid, which means they're very vulnerable to corruption. Um, it's good news know, for the Sinaloas. They're loving yeah. the Biden administration. Um, and now yeah. the article, the, the, you know, I've always recognized what the, the mafia we're facing. It's not a political nuanced party where we have simple disagreements. This is an organized crime syndicate, but it's smart. It's cunning. They're made up of lawyers primarily. And lawyers are the ones that not only circumvented state legislatures and allowed ballot harvesting and the rest of the fraud that allows this dimwit in diapers to soil my office in Washington, but the reality is they're working tirelessly hard to take away the will of the people and trying to disqualify duly elected congresspeople and others because they view them as a threat. Has there been any good news in this front? Yep, there was an Arizona judge who just threw out a lawsuit uh, trying to, to uh, uh, kick out uh, Representative Andy Biggs and uh, Paul Gosar, who are you know two Republicans who uh, have stood up for the for for the border and rule of law and against inflation, multiple things. Yeah, they tried to get them off the ticket, and you know under the claims that ah they were involved in January six which is extremely vague. It's not what they say it was. It was a crowd control incident that was uh, every bit as much the fault of uh, the people in in authority as it was of of, uh, the unruly crowd. They were infiltrators, for heaven's sakes. This is not something you would, they're trying to bar people from office. You have to let the voters decide on that. Voters are the ones who make the decision. It was the same thing with Barack Obama. There was all kinds of brouhaha over his birth certificate. But the ultimate fact is the voters decided. They wanted him, whether, you know, yeah. uh, regardless of what uh, the conspiracy theorists were saying. That's why it's such a dead end to mess around with that. If this is what the voters want, you've got to let them have it. The Democrat mafia only uses the word democracy when they mean mobocracy, and it goes to their fascism. So I've learned that trick a while ago. But one of the uh, other, uh, I don't know if it's a benefit or a curse, but what Donald Trump brought out in people 
was a certain disdain that was delusional. I personally didn't like many, many policies that I wanted to talk about with people, but no one could talk about it with any sort of rationale. It was it was unhinged. It was chaos. It would, in fact, he's the only president, in my opinion, in American history, that so many of the corrupt Republicans wanted him out just as bad as the Democrats. Nothing sums this up as far as the pedophile, scandal-ridden Lincoln Project Republicans that I know that Kellyanne Conway, her husband looks like a fat, effeminate um, Neil Diamond would be the best way. His name always escapes me, but his last name is Conway, that fat slob. George uh, part, Conway. That's, what's yeah. his name? What's his name? George Conway, I believe. Is it? No, no, no. I'm talking about Kellyanne Conway's husband. Maybe it is George. Maybe it is. I, I'm so distracted by the peculiar, effeminate look of him, I never can focus on his name. But the Lincoln Project yeah. was something I was focused on. They were now, corrupt. They took out commercials. He, he could, yeah, yeah. Even he couldn't stand them in, at the end because he knew how corrupt and filthy they were. Also, he never took money from them. Now, he's an extremely annoying guy anyway. He yeah. was involved with them. He did help them get started. So I'm not excusing him. Uh, but there, there are characters there that are just unbelievably scandal-infested, and this group, uh, that, which even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez calls a, you know, a bunch of fraudsters and grifters, it just exists to shake out money from, uh, I guess, uh, bad republic, you know, never Trump Republicans, and uh, of course, Democrats of the most partisan and nasty sort. I know they give money. Uh, so they attract a bunch of money, they waste it, they squander it, now they're doing lawsuit payouts. How are they still behavior. existing? Wasn't there a major scandal of pedophilia and all kinds of nonsense? How are they still in business? Well, I guess, yeah. uh, look what I'm talking about, I BLM agree. is still in business. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I'm totally with you. They sh- I mean, the IRS should be totally after them. Um, but it's it's shocking, you know. The thing they, they, there was, I believe, his name was Weaver, but he went and uh, you know was soliciting supposedly what was reported young men, but they said somewhere as young as fourteen year old boys. This is a pervert. Yeah. This is despicable. You know, he's, they're offering them job opportunities in exchange for uh, making you feel good, or so, you know, just really gross stuff. Even the New York Times reported. Well, he is a Democrat. Um, you got to lower your standards. Um, what about this Marjorie Taylor Greene? She invokes the same kind of hatred Donald Trump does and the rest of the people who supported Donald Trump. Have you ever seen a climate where politicians who are elected are not interested in having an election? They want her thrown out before the election. It's just and insane what I'm watching. It feels like bullying, you know, because she's kind of a homely woman. You know, she looks like someone that you could be picked on. Uh, she has shown lots of good common sense. She seems like a wonderful candidate, actually, a wonderful congresswoman. And she was elected with 75% of her voters. Everything that comes out of her mouth sounds pretty sharp. But, you know, they keep painting her with this chewing on stuff and January 6th and just any, any ugly thing they can smear on her that is simply detached from reality. She's a very, very uh, good representative for her constituents and for the country. And yeah. yeah, they bully her. They don't like her because she likes Trump. They hate her for that. And, you know, they gang up on her. And, you know, there's there's many Republicans, but with her, they, they their bully instinct comes out. And it really disgusts me. It makes me mad and uh, makes me want to go after them. Now, Monica, I know that the serial killer Dexter moved to Portland, Oregon. Um, but aside from that, I don't think it was any place to be held up as an example of success or an example of a thriving economy or a thriving Americanism or citizens had rights. In fact, I remember Portland, Oregon being kind of a calamity, especially over the last couple of years. But I saw 
the dimwit in diapers that some refer to as president, go there and talk about it as if it was wonderful. Um, did I miss something here, or is Portland, Oregon not quite the utopia that Biden painted it? Could you believe that? He goes to Oregon and holds that up as the national example? I, I just, you know, of, of how his programs are making everything better. That place is a disaster. It lacks rule of law. Uh, bad guys are getting let out left and right. Antifa, even Antifa was making very ugly noises to Biden, and Biden was hanging around with Antifa's denizens. Um what kind of ridiculousness is that? You know, you would go to a place that really is a model city, I think, even if it's a Potemkin example. Yeah. But no, he goes to Portland, and he thinks we're supposed to forget what happened in Portland and what Portland has become. Portland is the world's dirtiest word among cities. I mean, didn't the guys, the bloggers at Powerline, they're a bunch of very brilliant attorneys. One of them wrote, uh, I always thought Minneapolis was the worst-run city in America, but then there's Portland. so that's how bad it is um but yeah he goes there and he uses that now my feeling is he's so far left wing these are the only people who would take him monica i i I love your writings i really do and i love the way you you approach things um when we're looking at what we we see in ukraine so much of the corruption in ukraine since the fall of the soviet union is never brought up i have a real problem with this ihor kolomoisky who ran that country like John Gotti or a resurrected Al Capone. He was the one, in essence, that owned the oil and the natural gas. He is the one who okayed and approved what I think is obvious to everybody, the bribery of the now-sitting president through his crack-smoking son. Yeah, there are people who are wondering if the reason that... uh, that, um Biden shoveling so much money to Ukraine, you know, to pay their civil servants and all that. I would rather he paid the civil servants of Mexico or underpaid. But no, he's shoveling, you know, $5 billion, $7 billion, You know, these were the demands from President Zelensky. And I just, you know, there are people who are very suspicious that this is a payback so that uh, Zelensky doesn't uh, spill the beans on Biden and his corruption with the oil companies or the, the yeah. natural gas and energy companies, which may well be true. It's It's... It's very odd. I, I don't like the direction Ukraine is going, and like they want to join the European Union and well, the know, other problem and all that. I understand, you know, their fears and all, but the EU is is is, is just as oppressive as Russia in many ways. They're out sanctioning Poland, and Poland's busy helping all the refugees. For heaven's sake, this is a nasty group. And the other problem, the other people, whether they like it or not. I'm sorry, keep going. No, the other problem I have is that they've been embroiled in a civil war. For seven years. Yeah. A civil war. Now, I, yeah. I, I know you write for numerous papers. I know you've had your um, articles even published in the Jewish Voice. I have been watching how quiet Israel is on this, and I understand why. After all, there's no such thing as a good Nazi. Yet the Ukrainian government that has been infiltrated so much so that the American Congress voted that our money was not to go to the Ukrainian military branch called the Azov Battalion, as they are traced back to Stefan Bandera. This is something that has been a problem since the old Nazis in the Hugo Boss costumes from 1930s. Israel is quiet. Do you think that ultimately this evidence of exactly who has been infiltrated and who is the Kolomoisky, ironically of Jewish descent himself, and his foot soldiers, do you think this will come back to bite America 
as it appears we've weaponized not just uh, a government, but a government that's infiltrated with real Nazis who have been using American weapons to blow up gas depots in Russia, and nobody even wants to talk about how bad that is for the CO2. Yeah, there's yeah, there are shenanigans. We don't even know what's going on. It makes me very suspicious that characters like Alexandra Chalupa and Alexander, Alexandra and Alexander Vinman and all that they're all very much on the Zelensky side. It it, it makes it should make anyone queasy that you know these people who organized the impeachment of President Trump, they uh, it, which was the ultimate dirty trick and was utterly meritless. It was an absolute lie, and they were willing to do it. These people are, uh, are, are, you know, within uh, are, are on the Zelensky side, and and uh, you, you just uh, it makes you queasy about uh, what, what how our involvement. Of course, they had General Milley and yeah. um, uh, Lloyd Austin. They went to uh, Ukraine and they whooped. He's it up there again. Yeah. Lloyd Austin is there again telling me how virtuous this is, which only leads me to believe it's absolutely not because Lloyd Austin is a proven prolific liar so listen monica i went long with you but that's because i enjoy your writings she's more than just a journalist she is a warrior for americanism and i want to thank you and the american thinker for constantly putting up the fight thank you monica showalter thank you we'll be back with your calls and comments after this am 560 the answer sunshine john denver hell of a singer terrible pilot he's a tie for john f kennedy jr Terrible part. I miss John Denver. Did you ever see when he plays Sunshine. with George Burns, the movie God? In is, is that the name of it? What a great movie that is. All right, stop it. I'm getting misty. Um, I was listening to Nikki Whaley. The irony, home sales are down 8.5%. Yeah, no kidding. That's what happens when you adopt stupidity. Raising... The Federal Reserve rate isn't going to slow down inflation. It's going to have the reverse effect. This is what happens when you elect corrupt mafias. The classes separate. See, it's rich. To be rich, it's expensive. To be a socialist, it's more expensive. Socialism is very expensive if you want to have a decent quality of life. If you want to roll over and be a welfare roach, Well, then you pretend you're winning the whole time living in squalor. Pick a Democrat area. That's squalor. It doesn't work. So when you hear housing sales go down 8.5%, that's just now. When they get done destroying it, somebody's going to point out the fact that when we had inflation, the highest it was 40 years ago, the Fed funds rate was 16.3%. The answer to our problems isn't raising the rate. It's throwing out the rats. That's the answer. So they're going to come up with excuses, and if you're going to lie to me, I do like lipstick on a pig. Let's go with Jen Psaki. Um, and then uh, last week, Talib Singh made some very strong comments, and uh, also Treasury Secretary Yellen made some comments about the positive impact on inflation of lowering tariffs on certain Chinese goods, bicycles, underwear, apparel. Um, quite a list. Yeah. <laughs> Bicycles, underwear, and apparel. That's going to fix your food inflation. That's going to fix the inflation that's destroying the value of the dollar. See, now listen, if you want to talk tariffs, that was my gripe with so many of the policies. But what Trump wasn't articulating is that he was using those tariffs to negate 
favored nation status, which allowed China to circumvent costs other nations could not circumvent. See, but he didn't want to have that conversation. I think he should have. would have been a much better conversation. And for the people who are based in principles of, of economics and capitalism, you could have explained that. It would have been better. In fact, you did it, and everything was better. This is the hardest part that they cannot recognize. How much better things were before you elected this political whore and his cohorts of corruption, his cartel of scandal. But that cartel is starting to have to answer some very important questions, and it's within the answers tells you their real agenda. So are we in a place now where there might be a, a, a choice where people would have to choose or the administration would have to choose between supplying resources to migrants coming across the border versus taking care of uninsured Americans? I'm happy to check. The answer is yes, if they're Democrats. See, the answer of their altruism, they're not really altruistic. They're corrupted. So who they're going to give the benefits from are the opposite people they take it from. They're going to take from the Republicans. They're going to give to the Democrats. That's how they stay in power. They want you to think they're Robin Hood, but they don't ever want you to figure out Robin Hood didn't steal from the rich and give to the poor. He stole from the government and gave back to the people who paid the cost of having a corrupt government in place. Ron in Valparaiso. Hey, Sean, a couple points to make about immigration. Number one, if I cross the border and the Biden administration puts me on an airplane and sends me somewhere, gee, I'm pretty legitimate, and I'm never going to report. I'm going to stay here forever. And the second point is, if you cannot hire illegal immigrants, how are these people going to survive? If Biden brings in $20 million in his four years, how do they survive? Well, the shame of it is you said that you cannot hire. Did you hear the other news clip where they caught droves and droves of forged identity, forged packages? There's a whole underworld of this, forged documents, forged employment, and the rest of it. So it's been existing like this in this country because instead of cracking down on illegal activity, we've always given a carve-out and a way to legitimize this. That being said, think about how blissful, how wonderful immigration would be if it was merit-based, if people were coming here to be Americans versus coming here to get benefits and vote loyalty to the most corrupt political party to ever inhabit American soil, the Democrats. You'd have a better system. I'm actually for, Ron, I'm for immigration. And to me, when you hear the people who uh, in your own life reflect on the accents, all former Soviets, all former Cubans, all former uh, uh, Mexicans who were living under that cartel system, these are the best Americans in the country. These are the ones that are going to save it. It isn't going to be the trust fund baby who inherited his Oak Park mansion. He can't wait to be a communist as long as you don't touch his money. Our help, what will save this country, are good immigrants who come here for good reasons. What the Democrat mafia is trying to do as we speak in real time is to bribe them into voting Democrat. And they're carving out a way for them to forever Absolutely. hold office. So that's our real problem. But we, have, for some reason, have Republicans who don't want to make that argument because they're afraid to be called racist rather than what they should be proud to be called is an American arguing the rules of law. That's the answer to all of our problems. Thank you, Ron. The rules of law. See, socialism is illegal in this country. The idea that we have Chuck the Schmuck Schumer come out and pretend to be virtuous rather than be incarcerated the way he should be for being a political whore who's dying to be a pimp, shows you that 
The Democrats aren't interested in living on a rule of law. They want to corrupt it. And then you could get a judge to uh, uh, find Donald Trump and leave Chuck Schumer alone. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re- undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise... See, aside from being nothing other than a politician, Chuck Schumer's never worked. He has a law degree, but he was elected right out of school. Chuck Schumer doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July when it comes to economics. What Chuck Schumer wants to put lipstick on the lie, the pig of the Democrat philosophy is, how much better your life was when tax rates were low and capitalism was thriving. He and his cohorts have morons for constituents and gangsters. All they have to do is get the morons to believe the gangsters are legitimate, and then you have a mafia. That's what we're facing. When you hear a Democrat talk, start thinking about what they're actually saying. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation. The only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation where they could circumvent law. They could turn our republic into a mobocracy because that's what they thrive on. Force, intimidation, numbers, and a mob, an organized crime. This isn't political nuances. We're not discussing Keynesianism versus unfettered laissez-faire capitalism. We're legitimizing criminals. You call them Democrats and their voters. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Incompetent, corrupt lawyers that don't actually believe in a rule of law are looking to weaponize law to circumvent American law, which would make their philosophy of collectivism illegal. It's illegal in America. Socialism and the rest of it. We could keep pointing and playing whack-a-mole with the fact that they're corrupt and it doesn't work. But we need to identify the problem. That problem is to stop electing socialist Democrat lawyers. But they're everywhere. They really are. In Pennsylvania, there is a Congress non-birthing person named Connor James Lamb. He was born in 1984, So I wonder if his mother has my Gucci watch. I wish one of these tramps would return it. He uh, has some ideas of exactly how we're going to be helped. I voted for the CARES Act COVID relief money and the American Rescue Plan that infused a lot of money into the American economy at a time when we very seriously needed it. See, that's, that's the problem. They tried to imitate the velocity of money. And Connor Lamb is a Democrat, scourge, lawyer, scum who isn't interested in the ramifications. He's interested in pumping that money out to his contributors so he could get some campaign contributions in the same way Adam Kinzinger voted for it. Uh, There is a debate right now among these academic types about whether the inflation is driven by supply, meaning the pandemic and the war, two things that are no one's fault in this room or in our government. That's what supply is, the pandemic and the war? I don't think you got your notes right. Uh, Or driven by all the extra money that came in as a result of the pandemic. It's a valid debate. There are strong points on both sides. Oh, well, good thing this child considers it a strong debate and good points on both sides. Here's the skinny, stupid. Every time a government took this approach, the same damn thing happened. Now, granted, we're a lot more flexible than the Weimar Germans, but this will end up in the same fashion. Linda, it's ladies' night here at the Sean Thompson Show on Tuesday. Park Ridge. Hi, Sean. Um, I just have a question. With all this corruption that was going on when Biden was VP with him and his son, 
and all this money they were getting, and Biden was still in the White House. How did the president know what's going on in the White House? I thought they know how didn't? everything. You're asking me how didn't? You're doing that thing. How didn't that Obama good, know? Well, you're doing that thing that good people do. You're giving the benefit of the doubt to a gang, a mafia gang leader in Barack Obama. Barack Obama bought his own house under a fraud by the name of Tony Resco. Barack Obama is as crooked as Grand Avenue. And you think he didn't know? I so he was, think, get, was he getting a piece of it? Well, who knows how that comes. Barack Obama's worth, what, half a billion dollars? Can you yeah. explain to me what Barack Obama did? Did you ever read well, Barack book Obama's deal, book? Right? <laughs> His book deal was, wasn't with a publisher. It was with the education system and departments and colleges around the world, and specifically this country, that bought oh. tens of thousands of it, along with the Democrat mafia, that bought his book and put it in other books and put it in other boxes. Linda, that's the scam, and that's the mafia. So don't think that anyone who isn't a Democrat doesn't know the scam. Just always understand they're either in on it or they're too stupid to see it. In either case, they make terrible neighbors. Thank you, Linda. John in East Chicago, Indiana. Hi, Sean. How are you doing tonight? Wonderful. Thank you. Um, your comment about the Republicans are too cowardly to stand up to this illegal immigration that Biden is supporting. Um, here's my view. I think that cowards at least one day a month have some kind of guts and they don't ever speak up. Even a coward has guts maybe once every 60 days All right, I like and they it. don't speak up. And what, what I'm thinking is that they're compromised. The democratic party are specialists in knowing what skeletons somebody has in their closets. And they say, if you speak up against this, here's what we know about you. And it's going public. That's what I think. John, I think you're 100 percent correct. We had a caller from Indiana who asked me why I don't fight, why I don't fight. The reality is what you explained. And when you look at the Illinois Republicans who are in on the fraud, whether they be Pete Silvestri, who was a gaming agent for Gold Rush Gaming, or it be Pat Brady and Bill Brady and the other uh, uh, the one with the brothers, they're all meathead lobbyists. That's the corruption that is systemic, and that's why you have to recognize and go away rather than pretend you can reason with the corrupted. It's an excellent point. Cowards and corrupt make terrible people to uh, try to agree with. I only got one minute. Let's go to Kevin in Austin, Texas. Anybody not know what he's going to say? Oh, you know exactly what I'm going to say, because it's not enough not to just vote, not vote for Repub or Democrats in. You got to vote for good Republicans like you talk about. Not well, this is the first time I'm going to do it, and, and, you know, and you've been doing it for a while. You know why, Kevin? You live in Austin, Texas, and, you, and, and I'm you, a registered resident of Naples, true. Florida. What's that? It is true, I am, but I'm getting involved down here. And that's why people got to get involved up there to vote for good Republicans. You get involved now. I like it. Let's go to a guy who never voted for a good Republican, John in Chicago, only because he didn't have a choice. Hi, John. Hey, uh, Sean, I really love the show. Thank you for having me on. Um, I just got a real quick question. Um, I agree with you most 98% of the time on all your topics, and I love your, your viewpoint. You. But I just got a quick question. I, it might be a stupid question. I'm not sure. But I just don't really understand this whole uh, Democrat mafia thing where where they're all for run out of time, abortion. Yeah. And I want to know, would it be more profitable for the government to to have no, the babies? They get, and they get to pay back from the abortion mills themselves, and they get to accomplish their real goal, which is destroy the future. And it explains so much of their pop policies. I'm sorry I ran out of time. I'll be back in 21 hours.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.